Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Cassandra Gordon, who is a multidisciplinary artist and digital content creator. Cassandra, how are you doing? I'm doing good. You? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. And we'd like to jump right in. So if you could start with telling us a little bit more about yourself and what you like to do for fun, that'd be great. Oh, what do I love to do for fun? So thank you for introducing me. I am a multidisciplinary artist and people say, what's that? I just like to do lots of things what I'm very passionate about. So maybe I should say I'm multi-passionate. But as an artist, I do a bit of filmmaking, visual arts, performance. But the main medium I do is being a fine jeweler. Yes, I make fine jewelry, anything which is precious metal, any gemstones, you name it. That's what I do. And that's mainly how I express myself. What I do for fun, I do love sleep. But when I'm awake, when I'm awake, I do love visiting like art galleries and museums. I'm trying to think of, of a COVID lockdown proof what like what did I do when um you know when we was in that type type of world I think one of the best things I did was um I started taking up running um so doing like 5ks and stuff um just to get me out the house and just set my mind right and I uh, I thought that was quite fun I love it I love it when did you first start going to art galleries and museums I started going as an as an adult, not that long. I think in the last kind of four years, I think because I started to hang around with more creatives. Um, I think increasing your social capital, being around people, what you like, and that really helps me, encourage me to do that because before I wasn't hanging around with people who didn't want to do that. So that was a bit um, tricky. But um, yeah, I think I found my group of people where I really want to explore my creativity. Love it. Love it. I noticed that you said increasing your social capital there. Can you talk to us a little bit more about that? Yeah, that I feel that's very important in, in no matter what you do. So when I say, in, I know it sounds a bit capitalist or a bit like mm, transactional. It's not. To me, social capital meaning is like being around people which are going to help your life, being around people who you just gel with, you know, you, life is too short. <laughs> life is too short so why am I hanging around why am I spending my precious time on earth with people who are not going to help me creatively spiritually money-wise whatever and obviously I want to give value back to them in some in some regard so the reason why I think I really struggled especially in my 20s is because I wasn't around the right people and it took me ages, all through my decade, to figure that out. And I wish I knew that quick, quicker. I love that. That's so important. I was actually, um, I've been going through the One Funnel Away Challenge with Russell Brunson. And he's talking about getting into this 
um, like getting your product, getting your frameworks together. And with this podcast, obviously I've built a lot of my network up and I've built a lot of that social capital. I'm around a lot of the right people. And something I've noticed is turning around and turning that framework into something where I can invite people to learn about networking. And so I love that you brought up social capital because um, it's so important to A, get clear on who you want to meet and um, who you are, like become self-aware, get authentic and take that step towards building those win-win-win relationships. Like you were saying, you want to add value to them, they want to add value to you. And I think those relationships where they're both adding value ultimately end up adding value to a third party, somebody who's not even in the relationship. And that's what a lot of business is, like figuring out how you can impact people and add value to people. And then you receive value back in the form of money, services, goods, whatever it may be. Um, so I love that you talked about social capital because it's one of my frameworks that I'm building in the One Funnel Away Challenge. And I just think it's so important. Cool. Yeah, awesome. Well, let's go ahead and jump into your motivation now. What gets you up and keeps you going every day? I need to eat. So, <laughs> Maslow hierarchy of needs, like the, you know, the shelter, eating, you know, your basic needs. Um, but if you're thinking about vision and purpose, I really want to make the world, and I know it's going to sound cliche, please don't have no um, brown bags and frog in it. But I do would love to, without with my hands or with my creativity, make the world a better place or leave it better. That's what I love to do. Um, but my vision is, a personal vision is like, I will love to have enough money to take care of people who I love and take care of people who I don't know. Um, like people who are homeless, uh, people affected by domestic violence. So sometimes people see, you know, making money or commercials a dirty way, um, but I do see it as a means to an end so I can have enough influence and enough, um, I don't know, literally capital, um, so I can make decisions what I want to do and help people I want to do. And it's just quicker than begging for people to do things for you. So um, those are things what get me up, you know. Um, like why am I doing this if I have a bad day or have beaten bad meeting like just got to keep on going just take the L and just keep on going yeah no absolutely I couldn't agree more I think having that capital it's more of a resource to um, one amplify who you are and get which get what impact you want done in the world to get it done and so mm -hmm. I'm glad that you got your head screwed on right there because a lot of people are like money's the root of evil you don't need money etc cetera, etc cetera. it's like if you have big goals and dreams money can be a tool I'm telling you, I am telling you, I'm telling you. And it's just, it's, it's just nice to have that freedom, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, you know, it comes with big responsibility, the more money you make and, you know, stuff like that. But I just want to just own my time, own my money and just have more choices. Absolutely. I love it. Well, I think that is a great segue into your dreams and goals. We already got that you want to have enough money to take care of the people that you love and also people that you don't know. Are there any other dreams or goals that you want to talk about? You know what? I don't want to get too deep, but since you asked me, since you asked me <laughs> it's about, how can I explain it? So depending what type of family situation you come, you've had, let's say without going too deep, say my childhood wasn't as it was very very colorful let's just say in my and it leaves these kind of sometimes emotional holes 
right? I have to acknowledge that some of these holes which I have, I cannot fill. And I want to, as, as an adult, where I can make decisions, how do I build a foundation? How do I add a bit of cement? The foundation is going to be a bit rocky. How can I add a bit of cement a little bit by little? How can I build a foundation from the dysfunction or the colourfulness from my childhood, which and there could be some trauma what plays into, into my adulthood? I just want to know, you know, I would love to, like, seal have a flatter foundation and that's what I'm working on that's a personal personal development type of um thing but I'm really keen in the next kind of six months to really just hone in on Mm. so we had a colorful childhood left some holes left some emotional trauma that carried into adulthood as we all have I have it too myself and your question Mm -hmm. is how can you kind of smooth out those holes or smooth out that foundation fill those holes to the point where you can build upon it later in life as you continue to grow that is my next dream is like recognizing but building on so yeah you say it so so nicely i love it i love it before i ask my follow-up questions any other dreams or goals that you want to chat about those the dreams have to be actualized because i am i'm a bit of a day day dreamer i have these dreams but i'm like I don't think it, in my head it looks amazing but in real life I'm not about that life so I don't know yeah let's I don't go. know let's if, shoot if for, you want me to do those type of dreams let me let me know let's shoot for dreams or goals that you actually want to happen that you want to be actualized I told about the 23 million I told you about that you know what which hopefully a dream, which hopefully be short, a short-term dream in the next year. I want to be fluent in French. Don't ask me how much French I know. Don't ask me that. <laughs> but my ideal is to be fluent and very com- like conversational. And I've been on YouTube a lot, figuring out how people do it. Uh, it's just a lot of um, just hard work and consistency. So I want to be very consistent, you know. We're trying to learn French for like nearly X amount of years now, so I just need to just get it done. No time like the present. Yeah, no time like the present. There we go. I mm-hmm. love it. Well, two follow-up questions. Um, what is the plan for getting your jewelry business to a $23 million exit? That's the first one. My first one. So I think it's a bit of a mental one, which I have struggled with, I'm going to be honest with you. I can't compare myself to everyone else. Obviously, your competitive analysis, that's... Obviously, what is your USP? What is my USP for for this jewelry company? And what can I do differently? Because gemstones and gold, you get them from the same place. There's no material advantage with the same, you know, jewels I use in in fine jewelry. So it's really me honing and really developing my storytelling skills, my creative direction skills and my aesthetics. So I can attract the people who want to rock with me with the KLG jewelry, the KLG jewelry tribe. That's what I'm really working on for the next kind of three to six months, really working on the creative direction of the brand. So it stands out in its own unique way, because I feel like with a lot of advertising, especially on social media, with brands it's a bit samey samey you you know you see the same you know jewelry people like, oh, look at me oh, mm-hmm, a pretty girl doing this like like I'm, we're bored of that right 
So how can we, with this emotional manifestation of a peaceful wearable art, how can we humanize it and tell great stories with jewelry? That's what I'm really interested in. I'm interested in heritage, legacy and relationships. And that's where, you know, as I said, being a multidisciplinary artist or multi-passionate person, yes, I make fine jewelry, but I use filmmaking, I use visuals, I use poetry, I do public art, I do socially engaged contemporary practices to tell jewelry in a different light because I feel like jewelry doesn't get the love in this, you know, in this society as other, you know, art does. I think because it seems more commercial, but you know, fashion gets a lot of love. Why not jewelry? Everyone has a relationship with jewelry, you know? So I'm all about that. I'm all about changing that jewelry culture. And I feel my brand will do that, especially next three to six months. There we go. I love it. So really honing on on your unique selling proposition and um, just getting that brand out there. And when you get unique, you attract the people who vibe with that uniqueness and then your business grows. I hope so. I'm hearing about this funnel life. And also, and also, you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. Doing the unsexy bits as well. I'm creative. I've loved like this. So it's like doing my sales funnel, doing those automation stuff, doing the non, the things what you don't see on Instagram, you know, the things that they don't tell you that you have to do. Yep. Those kind of stuff, you know, the business stuff, like got to put the systems in, start from those those two. So, you know, doing the unsexy, the disciplined stuff, what I have to do. Uh, I've I got to do that in the next three months, definitely. Yeah, no, I feel like you should you should think about the one funnel away challenge. She'll get you right. With I, that. Tell me about that. Tell me about that life. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm actually, in, I'm in like day 22 right now. That was today. And today being April 11th, for those listening five years from now, <laughs> um, Russell Brunson goes through creating your USP. He calls it your frameworks. Like you are building, um, trying to bring out the uniqueness of jewelry through legacy heritage and relationships. And it'll help mm-hmm. you build out frameworks around that and then like get the language to sell your framework, set up the funnel, which is through click funnels, which just to be transparent, the one funnel away challenge costs $100 a month right now, USD. And then click funnels is 297 USD per month. But the goal is to get you to sell something like sell something high ticket um, within that month to three months range. So, and they give you a 14 day free trial. So be wise about when you activate that 14-day free trial. But more importantly, um, really learn how to get the funnel going, learn how to get your frameworks going. And this all happens within the One Funnel Away Challenge. By day 17, you'll have an active funnel. And then after that, you'll he'll talk a little bit about storytelling. And then you'll end it with driving traffic to your funnel through um, – a little bit of ads, but mostly organic because they understand that people taking the one funnel away challenge don't have the biggest budget for ad spend. So it's kind of like getting your Facebook page. So you, I'm sure you have it, or if you don't, you would make it for KLG jewelry. And then you'd be posting daily on that Facebook page. You'd be posting things that your ideal target customer would vibe with. And so some of that can be that kind of like 
legacy heritage and relationships like you just post content around that like you're creative i'm sure you would do that like i struggled with that part i'm sure you'd be a lot better at that part than i am but um yeah once you post the content daily it's like you boost it you send it to groups you kind of retarget and like they walk you through the whole process so they really take you from nothing to created product created sales funnel um, driving traffic to the sales funnel with your ideal customer. But if you don't take the action, obviously during the challenge, you don't have the end result. So it's, um, it's like a course, it's a guide. And for a hundred dollars, it completely changed my mind about business in a way that I was like, okay, I'm sold. Like this totally makes sense for me. And one of the key things I'd say, this is my biggest takeaway. Um, dang, Russell needs to pay me for this. I just totally advertised for his. I know he's a sponsor. I know one one funnel away, right? He's very yeah. effective. Maybe maybe I'll put the affiliate link in the uh, in the show yeah. notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, you gotta get your coin. Exactly. The key takeaway I had was that for every one person you get on your email list, you typically average one USD per month. So when he teaches you how to really build that list and build that audience, you get to the point where you have 5,000 people, you send out the emails consistently, you're going to be pulling in about 5,000 a month. And then he said, as you build a relationship with your audience, that $1 per month will skyrocket in averages because they know and trust you. So they're mm -hmm. going to um, work with you. And that, it just, it blew my mind. And he goes through like, um, even with storytelling, he goes through how to tell a good story, how to tell your story well, and like kind of the highlight points to hit. Because when you look at these people, it's like they're not giving extreme detail, but they're giving the highlights in a way that give you the complete sense of the story. And so I'm a real like, I'll talk to you for 30 minutes about my story, but he's like, can you condense it to two and still give people the same meaning? And he takes you through templates of how to do that. So, um, yeah, I suggest wow. you uh, go do it. <laughs> I hear you. The passion, the passion is there. So it seems like you're getting your coins and it's all, it's all good. I am. I'd say the biggest thing, I, I've been doing entrepreneurial things for like the past three or four years. And the biggest thing for me was driving traffic and getting leads. And they teach you um, exactly how to do that and shift your mindset around it, where it's like, um, both paying for traffic is an investment if you have the whole thing put together. But two, you don't even have to pay for it. There are ways you can borrow traffic, set up affiliate stuff, and it's a whole thing. But it's good. It's good. You should okay. <laughs> awesome. Well, um, other dreams and goals. We talked about 23 million, how you're going to do that. Oh, next follow-up question was, how are you going to build that foundation from the dysfunctional colorfulness of your childhood? to kind of smoothing it out and filling those holes? Well, full disclosure, you, you opened me up here with all these questions. I do do um, therapy counseling. So, you know, I do that weekly. So things from my subconsciousness will go out. Um, it's going to sound silly, but I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to learn how to be, just, just to speak my mind. So I have this idea in my head bear with me, called Cassandra University, bear with me, where I'm putting a curriculum for myself of certain things or topics or reading and certain courses to deal with some of this emotional stuff each week 
to spend a dedicated time each week looking at these things and hopefully in my head through Cassandra University so I'll give you an example so if I read something about I don't know affirmation something like affirmations or I don't know positivity positive thinking or re- re- reframing your, your thoughts I read a chapter or read something I do an exercise and in, in, in my head when I do the exercise it will do the work the subconscious will do the work and the counseling will do the work to the next week and I'll review it and then carry on and carry on I'm taking it slow but talking about certain things and exploring things through counseling it really helps with some with some mental shifts so that's how it is I don't know I'm not a licensed um, therapist or whatever but that's working for me right now um, so I hope that helps or gives some clarity about where I'm at trying to deal with stuff I'm a very trying to be pragmatic and solution focused person so whenever I have a problem I try to think of practical ways which I can tangibly do things yeah absolutely I love that thanks for sharing well awesome if there were one or two people that you could meet right now and this could be a specific person or a type of person and they would really help you take the next step towards your dreams and goals who would they be and how would they help you? All right. I don't know you that well, but please don't laugh at me. Please, please, please have an open heart. Of course. Okay, cool. Number one, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Love it. Love it. Kim, do you have to say why? Uh, you have to say how they would help you. I just want to know more. Obviously, you know, I was back in the day a huge wrestling fan but his drive you know his discipline and the drive I want to know how he does it I know how he does it but I just want to meet him and he would help me or put me around in certain environments because I talk about social capital where I just have more of that drive similar the next person is Beyonce I know Beyonce cliche but it's that drive of how she does stuff. All right. I'm not super beehive. I'm not going to beat people up for Beyonce. I'm not going to spend time on the internet cussing for Beyonce. I'm not one of those people. But I do admire her craft and the slow burn effect of what she does. And that's what I want to instill in my daily practice as a creative and as a businesswoman. And I think just being around her and having that social capital, I'll have the best kind of stylist, the best creative di- direction, um, the best way how she does things. I love that she moves in silence. That's the best for me because I like to surprise people. Like I do stuff and then I just put it out. Mm. About me just like, yeah, I've got an album now. I'm going to do something. Like, I, I don't know. I don't want to hear the talk. I want to know if you do know or not. Show me the product. So, yeah, I hope that answers your question. There we go. There we go. It did. I love it. What are the most important one or two things that everyday people can do to really help you accomplish your dreams and goals? Just be nice and open doors. So that's what part A, 1A and 1B. Be nice and open doors. It doesn't hurt for people to open doors. Okay, that's for full transparency, right? 
when this Black Lives Matter, that to, when people realized Black people was alive into 2020, right? <laughs> for some reason. And there's hyper visibility for Black people all around the African di- diaspora. There are people like, oh, what can I do? Oh, I want to be an ally. Da, 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 da. And now it's two years, I'm just like, you know. So I feel for people being practical. There's no point in me going on like a, you know, um, what you call it, like a panel, like, oh, why racism is bad or representation. If the powers that be are not doing any practical things to help people to open doors. And I want to be clear, I'm not asking for a handout. I just want the same access. opportunities and the same promotion as you would with another ethnicity or with my white counterparts. I will do the rest to do and I'll do it. Give the same information you would give to someone else. Put me into a meeting. Just do a meeting like how you would with your friend. All I'm asking for. And I'll do the rest. So open the doors for me. Um, for people who don't know me, just introduction. If you know someone who knows is going to get married, make a recommendation. Tell them I make jewelry. Oh, there's a good. You, so you like my my podcast content? Just share it. Open doors. That's it. And I think if probably more people was like that, I think the world would be a better place. Second thing, um, what ordinary people, whatever can can do, just be kind and positive with your in, your interactions because you know people go through a lot of things. You don't know what people are going through, and if you just be considerate and kind with your actions, you don't know how you can really change lives and impact people's days. So that's how those two things. Absolutely. Awesome. I love it. Um, I love a lot of things. I want to know what you don't like, but that's, but that's, but that's, but that's another podcast. I'm, I'm here to listen to you. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll, I'll tell you one thing I don't like. And it is actually the whole, uh, the thing you just pointed out about like panelists getting up and talking and then not actual things happening of like, people are still, you know, I, personally have access to a lot of the um, information that I want and need, but I see how some of my friends grew up and I see how even people just in poorer American neighborhoods are growing up. And I'm like, this is straight up because there was redlining literally 60 years ago, (laughs) 50 or 70 years ago, where I was like, my grandparents couldn't own homes. And so generational wealth didn't get passed down. And now you're saying, anyway, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff there, but talk pisses me off and people who like to talk and don't like to take action pisses me off. And then when they get called out on it and get defensive, that even makes me more upset. So that is one of the things I do not love. (laughs) Thank you for clarifying. Thank you. Thank you. I I will listen to you now. Well, now we're going to jump into our thriving three. And our first question is, what's your favorite book, movie, or podcast? Pick one. Oh, God. I, I knew this. You know what? Oh, God. Please don't kill me. Please don't kill me. Please, 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 please. 
the road less traveled i think sorry I, I always mess up the title just give me a second i don't want to say bad at the road less yes great the road less traveled book by m scott peck if i said it right great so i don't know if you know that um i think that book was written in the 70s i think and it's like a personal development book um kind of where it just laid down like some universal truths it, bear in mind like in a very personal development every other person is like talking about giving advice and stuff like that but i mean in the 70s and stuff like that you know it's a bit different and it just it I was going, just put it this way, be succinct. I was going through a very hard time in my life when I read the book about probably seven years ago or something. And it just helped put my life in perspective. And it gave, it gives some scenarios and things about to just how to reframe and evaluate your life. And it really just helped me just to, just, just, just to think. So I, I recommend that book to anybody. Um, I hope that helps. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. That is a, Sounds like a great book. I haven't read it, but I know the, I know it's a poem at least. And I like the poem. Poem. I'm pretty sure it's like, there's that common saying, and I, I took the road less traveled by. I know it's like the end of. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I'm sure the line is taken from, from somewhere, but yeah, but yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. yeah. Um, and what is one way you like to take care of yourself? Sleep. Sleep. Um, sleep and try not to be too hard on myself. I think I'm too hard on myself um, a lot, and it wears me, it wears myself down. And you know, as long as every day I get certain things off my list and there's progress, there's no point using that extra mental energy to drain me. So I'm, I'm trying to be more kind. Yeah, I think it's um. There's a, fi a fine line between like being negative and being hard on yourself and holding yourself accountable. And I think positive accountability is one of the just most important skills that we need. And Gary Vee actually talks about this a lot where he'll go, um, yeah, if you feel like not doing anything, um, don't do it and just don't like be mean to yourself about it. Like that's what you need right then and there. But if you're doing this 365 days a year where you don't feel like doing anything, you probably just need to switch what you're doing and get to doing something that you like that'll get you up out of bed. And so he's really like, yes, hold yourself accountable, but also compassion for yourself and for others. Um, love Guy V. Love him. I love him. He's a, a good guy. Mm -hmm. Well, what is one action step that you can take right now or continue to take if you're already doing it to really meet Dwayne The Rock Johnson or Beyonce? Oh, I need to... get my back end stuff done. So remember I said the unsexy stuff, the things that I need to be disciplined on. Those are the things what I need to do because if I don't get those systems right, I don't bring the money in. I don't have that. I can't bring the access. If I don't, you know, it won't free me up to do the creative stuff, aesthetics, which might attract the Beyonce stylist. find your designer in london da, 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 da. let's use her stuff and i'm like yeah Beyonce. i don't know all being celebrities fell out but you get that prestige um because i do baking i feel like he might one day want to pick up 
films or who I'm in a film relay. So I just need to keep on creating and being consistent with my creating, with my filmmaking. I love it. So getting the back end stuff done and keep on creating. There mm -hmm. we go. Final question. So you know how there are people on the planet who have a really fixed mindset. They're not willing to accept help. They're not willing to accept change. Sometimes they'll live their whole life like that. Sometimes they'll die like that, unfortunately. Other times they'll make the switch in their life to more of a growth mindset, willing to accept help and willing to accept change. In your opinion, what is the catalyst that causes them to switch? Pain, repetition risk, fear of death, fear. Yeah, pain, fear of death. What was the one about risk? Reputational risk. So your reputation is at risk and you, you don't look bad or get publicly shamed or exiled or cancelled. You might want to do something. But... Yeah. There we go. Well, Cassandra, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. Is there anything else you want to chat about before we sign off? How are people going to find me in these streets? How am I going to meet The Rock? How am I going to meet Beyonce? How, 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 how are you going to help me in these podcasts and streets? <laughs> um, so people can find me and connect with me. Yeah, absolutely. And if you guys are listening to this and you love what Cassandra had to say, you're looking for some fine jewelry, make sure you hit her up. All the ways to do so will be in the show notes. Also, as we always ask, Shoot this podcast to one to three people you know need to hear this message. Shoot us a five-star review on iTunes. Introduce both of us to The Rock and Beyonce. And we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one -on -one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day. <laughs>